But the reason I think that these systems are so helpful in general is because everybody is unique. We know that, Mm -hmm. you know, my digestion, my metabolism, the way that my body processes sugars and stores sugars is really different than like yours. Mm -hmm. And there is that it's one of the reasons why when we think about our diet culture that we live in, there is no prescriptive approach for someone to just look at someone and go, yeah, I think you should limit carbs and have more protein. Or I think, you know, you should go all plant-based. You should just avoid animal products. Like to provide any kind of guidance or advice, I feel like it always comes back to unless you know what's happening on a personal level, how do you really know what what kind of next steps to take? You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for checking out this week's episode of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Welcome back to all of our regular listeners. And if you're joining us for the first time today, thank you so much. Welcome. We hope you get comfortable. We hope you get settled. And most of all, we hope that you enjoy this so much that you come back and listen to all our other episodes. Because just in case you weren't aware, we have over 300. That's right. Yep. 300 episodes ready there for your perusal mm-hmm. and perusal? perusal is that a word it yes okay you're questioning my vocabulary i, I mean i know perusing is a word i know perusal, perusal. okay it, go it for it now you're right <laughs> no Touché. it is um so yes this week we have a really fun episode because it's something that i've been working on for months that we've referenced last, either last year or earlier this year. So this, I feel like this has been a long time in the making. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we jump into it, we're just going to remind you that if you are enjoying the podcast, please do give us some feedback, leave ratings and reviews, especially in the Apple podcast. Um, app because that is going to help other people discover us and that is how we're going to be able to stay around for y'all mm-hmm. so yeah and uh in addition to that we have the atf instagram handle mm-hmm. which you guys can find out if you follow us you can find out how to enter our current giveaway yes which is being sponsored by a recent friend of the show uh, or the company, the co-creator, uh, who was the recent guest on the show, Dr. Justine Ward. She's the co-creator of Third Z's PM Recovery Collagen. And they're going to be giving away a free bag of that recovery collagen to uh, one of you lucky listeners. And details on how to enter are on our the ATF uh, Instagram feed. Uh, a little hint, one way you can uh, enter is to leave us a rating review, like Shannon already said. Mm-hmm. So booyah. Yep, easy peasy. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about blood glucose levels. Mm-hmm. And specifically, I have a review for da, you da, guys. Da, ba, da, ba, da, da. We have a review. Mm-hmm. 
Um, hopefully that is going to be really clear in our like title and everything. We haven't done a review, I don't think, on this level for a while. Yeah. Um, I actually was interested in doing this for myself. So this isn't sponsored. Um, but this is something that I've been really interested in doing. And one of our pets actually um, getting a certain diagnosis was sort of just fuel to the fire, I think, mm-hmm. of my interest. So I reviewed the NutriSense system uh-huh. and it includes a constant glucose monitor cgm if you've seen those if you've seen that acronym around and wondered what the heck is a cgm um it is a constant glucose monitor it's something that lives on your person for up to two weeks at a time mm-hmm. and it is taking your glucose reading basically consistently over the course of your day and you usually have some kind of an app that you have to interact with um, and that that kind of collects and processes all your data. And that's really where different systems are going to really kind of shine or not. Mm-hmm. Um, more bells and whistles sort of come with certain ones. But for this particular instance, um, I'll get into the program I used. Before we do that, though, obviously, we want to do our standard training, training recap. recap. I was wondering if what we were, we were going to roll into the review. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited. My, my training recap for this week is basically non-existent what? because my butt was too sore from my workout a week ago. What? At the but the booty boot camp, wow, and I think compounded with gardening and other activities yeah. that really burned it up. You did, you did hit it hard the weekend. I would say that. Oh my that. gosh! So my training was pretty heavy this week. I had um, somewhat of a light week, so I made it to the gym a couple times. The gym, gym. Um, in gym, addition, gym. in addition to my uh, morning workouts, uh, so it seems to me my routine is breaking down into uh, you know get up at five. Get about 20 minutes of movement in, whether it includes stretching and some resistance training. Um, you guys can follow my Instagram, uh, E-T-T-A-M-P-A, if you want to see those morning workouts. And then um, this week, I actually got two times I was able to go uh, to LA Fitness and do uh, some lifting and sauna. Um, and I did some heavy trap bar I guess they're more deadlifts. They're like squat deadlift hybrids, in my opinion. I did uh, 225. I did that six times for four reps. So that was some heavy lifting for me. And uh, I'm feeling it. I feel great. So I I take the weekends to recover. Um, So, and it really feels to be a good routine that I've been getting into. So uh, it was a good week for that. And I had a lot of stuff done, even uh, for my extra time. You know, I had some extra time this week. Because uh, some cancellations and clients out of town, uh, that gave me uh, some more time to do some extra work and working out. There you go. So it was a good week. Good training overall this week. So without further ado, let's get into this product review. Yes. So first of all, um, I don't have any current health conditions that are... St- that are like requiring me to monitor mm-hmm. my glucose levels. Yeah, because I saw some people. I mean, some of the articles I read that say it's usually for uh, for people with prediabetes or type one, type two diabetes. Yes, 
So these types of constant glucose monitors have become more prevalent on the market in recent years. And the one that this company, NutriSense, uses is ironically one that I was familiar with because we used it for our dog. Yep. That's right, folks. Mm -hmm. My dog had to use the same thing I did. It's the Freestyle Libre uh, 14-day constant glucose monitoring system. So this is specifically, they call it a flash glucose monitoring system, I think because you have to scan it. It's not one that just is sending signals on its own. You have to scan the data every eight hours. And that's that was what we had to do for our dog. And I used the very basic app, free app, that comes with this particular monitor for our dog. For Jazz, yeah. And it is super, super basic. <laughs> so I got a good sort of point of reference of if you just buy this product, this product alone is going to cost you probably 90 to $100 per monitor. You do, I think, actually need a prescription yeah. to get it. Now, with NutriSense, when you sign on, you kind of give your goals and reason for wanting this. Mine was to really understand how my body specifically reacted to certain foods and to make sure that I wasn't entering any danger areas. Um, So they gave me a prescription based off of that. It wasn't like a doctor prescription. No telemedicine appointment or anything? No, but it comes from a pharmacy, actually. that's, That's what I read in the articles that you definitely need that, so... They talked about they referenced doing telemedicine, but you know, I guess if you're, yep, like you said, they they do that. Yeah, yeah NutriSense apparently has their own like team. They, you know, as long as you check, quote unquote, check the right boxes, um, and are coming up saying that you're doing this for you know health reasons, they will give you a prescription. So they have different programs. Um, I signed on. You can get like different monthly subscriptions. They send you two of these monitors every month. So, you know, you get two, you get six total. I signed up for three months. I get six total monitors. And then you get to use their app. Now, their app is really kind of the unique platform. That's really what you're sort of paying a little extra for. Right. Um, Plus, they also have a group of nutritionists that are there to and dietitians to help you through your process. So if you sign on for, I think it's the three month is like the minimum where you actually get your first month includes a free month of the debt of that dietitian. So you have somebody that's there to help break down the data and help make sure that you're getting started on the right foot with their Mm -hmm. system. Um, I actually was a little skeptical of whether I was going to get a whole lot of benefit out of that, that part, but she was incredibly informative. Um, Even though it was all done just through a messaging system, you have an option of how you want to work with your, your, your person. Yep. Um, and Teresa was mine and she was, I opted to just do like texting via their system in the app. So she could see all my results and I'm guessing she could also see some different breakdowns 
Um, but we just message back and forth. Mm -hmm. So on average, um, their pricing is, I think, you know, you're looking at each of these monitors is costing, you know, about $90, probably like just by themselves. So it's almost $200 a month just for the monitors. And then they basically add their system on top of that. So definitely there is a price factor to this, um, Mm -hmm. which is probably why it took me so long to really get around to doing this. Right. But um, I really appreciated kind of the process. We've talked about how for any kind of nutrition or diet advice that we tend to give, we stand by the kind of classic first step of you have to know where you are in order to know where you need to go. Uh You know, it's sort of like getting your bearings. And that is the same process that you do with this. So when you get your little monitors in their little boxes, and we're actually going to put, I have a month left. I've done two months of this. So I've been reviewing this for two months and I have one month left. So I've got two sensors left. I'm actually going to, we're going to record a video of what it is to put on one of these sensors. Because as you may kind of guess, you do actually have to, it does need to like, I don't want to say inject, but it does need to place a sensor, I think like under your skin Mm -hmm. in order to get the readings and you put it on like the fattiest part of your arm. Right. So it's like that, that part of your arm that is always like the wiggly part. Um, and I'll, we're going to do a video so you can see what that looks like. Surprisingly, it looks more intimidating than it, like it's not, a painful process. So we'll post that if you want to see what that whole experience looks like. But once you put it on, you set up your monitor with this app. So the NutriSense app is, it has just like a, you go to a settings and you set up each monitor. And after two weeks, they expire. They just stop collecting data, stop working. They tell you, take it off, replace it. Um, and you usually wait like one day between sensors essentially, and you switch arms so that you're not always putting it in the same arm over and over again. They recommend you switch, but the first like 12 to 24 hours is all about the kind of calibration. So the data, like my data really starts low on the lower side and then it sort of regulates after about a day. Um, From there, this is really where having somebody, like having a dietitian speak to me about the whole process was really helpful because their app is very powerful. Mm -hmm. Like you can connect to all of their articles. You can learn a whole bunch of information. But how they kind of process and categorize and rate certain things, it's different. It's going to be different in probably every program having seen like i said the really bare bones basic readings that the free apps give you and seeing what this app gives you is just 
there's no comparison. It's miles different. Oh, compared to like what Jazz had on her. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just so much more complex, so much more detailed. So the really cool thing is that you can go in and edit like different points. It gives you a little like graph, a little squiggly graph mm-hmm. on what's happening to your blood sugar on a like a line graph, I think really is what it is. And it has sort of basic areas marked out, sort of the really low blood sugar, you know, your low glucose levels and then your higher glucose levels. Um, and then it has the optimal range is kind of just the general green area that they're hoping you stay in most of the time. So I really didn't know that much about blood glucose before this whole process. Mm-hmm. And having a dietitian not just walk me through the app, but also give me the basics on like where I should be or where like those healthy ranges are was very helpful and she told me and kind of walked me through how to make sure i was getting those Mm -hmm. then she was really encouraging me to just make sure that i was tracking everything so you can actually track every meal you eat you can make a note um you can even get into like macronutrients of every meal if you want to get into like actually putting every sort of meal detail into your your app Mm -hmm. so it it could go even more i didn't do that level detail because i didn't have time for that Mm -hmm. but the key metrics that they used as sort of the the three or four main areas of measurement was your baseline glucose which is your fasting and average glucose so for your fasting glucose um this is more like your your sleep time, like for most people is their fasting glucose is mm-hmm. when they're, they're sleeping. Um, so that kind of average fasting glucose, they say you're aiming for a 70 to 90 milligram per De- I, deciliter deciliter. Mm-hmm. Um, so they show you on this graph, there's just like numbers on the left-hand side to show where you are in the range. You can also scroll with your finger along each line and find out what exact um, peak correlates to what range. So that is um, your baseline. Your post-prandial, post-prandial glucose, this is, um, this is a peak glucose. Um, and this is your after eating. So after you consume a meal, your, your glucose level goes up. So what that peak is, is the healthy range is to be under 140. Um, and then also they look at their, they have actual like little meal cards when you track your meals. So you can find out specifically what each meal or what each food does for you how fast it how how high it goes how high it goes from where it starts where it is after two hours and how long it takes to get back down to like a quote-unquote normal level are all sort of factors so that 
they create ratings for your meals Mm -hmm. on a scale of one to 10. If you get a 10, that's a great meal. You're recovering quickly. You didn't have that much of a spike. Um, And it really is helpful to understand how all of those metrics fit together. Um, They also are looking at fluctuations, your glycemic variability for the swings, the glucose swings. It's, you know, the more gradual and less dramatic is the better. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of tough to see when you first start using one of these things because it's just all peaks. It just looks like constant peaks all the time. (laughs) Um, When you look at it at like, you know, and every 10 minutes or whatever kind of level. So it's interesting. They're looking at all of these different metrics rolled in, but then they also look at, you know, just what your average rates are. They're looking at your percentage of time within range to say, okay, well, you were, you spent this percentage, 90% of your day was in the good range, or they say, you know, 95 and up is the ideal. So I, I really got a big crash course in just kind of what it all, what all the data means. Right. I don't think I would even know what to do with it. Like Mm -hmm. I played with it by myself for probably three days before I connected with my dietitian Uh and I didn't know what any of this stuff meant. So the really kind of key takeaways, like I could go into so many details that I, I learned about myself But the reason I think that these systems are so helpful in general is because everybody is unique. We know that, Mm -hmm. you know, my digestion, my metabolism, the way that my body processes sugars and stores sugars is really different than like yours. Mm -hmm. And there is that it's one of the reasons why when we think about our diet culture that we live in, there is no prescriptive approach for someone to just look at someone and go, yeah, I think you should limit carbs and have more protein. Or I think, you know, you should go all plant-based. You should just avoid animal products. Like to provide any kind of guidance or advice, I feel like it always comes back to unless you know what's happening on a personal level, how do you really know what what kind of next steps to take. This gave me more insight and and sort of made a lot of things click for me because I had the evidence of its impact right in front of my face. I saw, so it's like some key things that I saw that were surprising, but not necessarily, you know, scary, was that some foods like cake, (laughs) for example, If I had a piece of cake that wasn't, you know, like it was like my kind of cake, you know, I don't use processed refined sugars in my baking. Mm -hmm. I tend to have about half the amount of sugar that they prescribe, Um, but I still use flour and all that. I would have less of a reaction to that than I would like my kryptonite of a food is pizza. Mm -hmm. A fat combined with a carb for me, especially like a white refined processed carb, yeah, is 
is awful. My body cannot handle it. And the more I started tuning in to this, the more I started to realize some of the other symptoms that would typically follow those like danger foods. And I could almost start to feel those spikes before I actually saw them on the graph. Like I could say, well, this is definitely doing something to me. Mm -hmm. And it's all those like subtle kind of awareness things that you just don't even know to tune into. So that was a really interesting sort of benefit to this. Um, Also, I learned about... I, I actually saw, especially in the first month, I saw crazy spikes happening while I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was not something I anticipated. I was like, I am doing nothing. I'm like, not even well, I'm not consuming anything. And they were some of, like, some of them were the highest spikes that I saw. And I asked my dietitian, I said, what is happening? Like, is this normal? And she goes, well, you know, there's not as much research because these are relatively newer technology. There's not as much research about what happens at night. We, everybody knows and recognizes that that first morning, you know, fasting glucose measurement that you would take like right when you wake up after fasting for eight, 10 hours that's supposed to be this. Like everybody is very familiar with that range is supposed to be. That's supposed to be that 70 to 90 range. But what happens at night is crazy. And I had no idea, but sometimes it correlated with nights I was sleeping really bad. Mm -hmm. If my sleep was poor, if I felt like I had to get up and like go to the bathroom or whatever it was. So what I ended up learning from her was huge because I learned about how your body stores carbs. So glucose is stored as glycogen. Glycogen is what your body accesses when it needs more fuel. Mm -hmm. So it's what your body dips into, you know, when you're doing a really intense workout and says, I need a bit more energy. But you have like a max, you have a certain threshold for that glycogen. And once you've reached your sort of limit on how full it is, it is, it goes high. Like it's your blood sugar levels rock it up. And I saw that on nights, especially like I said, in that first month, I saw those spikes regularly. Mm-hmm. When I started making changes because There's a lot of things that can impact it. It can be stress. It can be, you know, hormones. It can be all kinds of things. But a lot of it for me, what I did was I changed when and how much I was eating. Mm. Portion control. My greatest impact on those nighttime spikes was paying closer attention to my portion sizes during the day and particularly avoiding eating bigger meals at night. So anything after 5 p.m. was I needed to go lighter on a regular basis. If I ate bigger meals at night, my body would surpass its threshold. And that's where I would start having those big spikes at night. 
So that was a really big wake up call for me because yeah, I hear about, you know, portions and, you know, you try to understand where you are in terms of what portion size you should be eating. But when your blood sugar is telling you I have way more than I, I can possibly even store, that's a big sign. And that is like, that for me was my aha moment of like, I just don't need need as much food as I'm actually consuming. Yeah. I don't need snacks. Well, I, all, I also took out snacks from my diet in my the second month. I saw such a drastic improvement in mm-hmm. my overall average glucose score like every day. I saw that line get a little bit more f- like flatter. I would have spikes, but it would be mostly flattened out. And I just, I didn't run into those pain points of, you know, what I saw in the first month. So there's just some really interesting sort of awareness things. I also got a bunch of information about um, my cycle, you know, like women's cycle and how those reproductive hormones impact your insulin resistance and your glucose sensitivity. And it lined up like it lines up with so much about what I've been learning even and this is the great part it backed up the stuff that I've been learning in my Ayurvedic studies Mm. so I'm not going to go into crazy Mm -hmm. details but it was very encouraging to see that there were so many pieces kind of reiterating each other and backing Mm -hmm. up each other because it was the proof. So the overall like first month with the dietitian, um, I would say if someone was going to use the dietitian, really make sure you use them. Otherwise, you know, you maybe ask yourself if you need three months. Yeah. I think my end all kind of review of this product is it's still a little expensive, like $350 for one month seems a bit much. $250 I think that's more reasonable, um, but I don't need three months of this thing probably again in the near future until yeah. like unless I run into a health issue. Um, if you're using this to more kind of spot check and refine your habits, which is really what I was hoping to be able to do with it, um, I gave myself the extra time for that first experience. I think one month would probably be good for me to sort of right the ship. In the future, I mean. In the future. Yeah. And I think I would be interested in doing this like once or twice a year just to kind of see. And just like we have talked about happens with us in our diets, you know, sometimes you just kind of start veering off course and you don't even see how far off course you've gotten. So I think it would be helpful either annually or twice a year to do this test and really take a deep, long look mm-hmm. at how your body is reacting to the food that you're consuming and all of the activities that you're doing in between. So I also found that more frequent exercise definitely had a more lasting impact as well. Yeah, so. I mean, that's one of the main benefits, they say, of exercise or regular exercise is mm-hmm. um, insulin sensitivity. Kind yep. of boost your insulin sensitivity. So. Yeah. 
So this all um, was, I think, a really positive experience. I really liked the NutriSense platform. I liked that it gave you that understanding of what was happening with different meals because I did a bunch of different experiments. I was able to test it out. Different times of the day, I could eat the same thing and I would have a different reaction. So it really was helpful for me to be able to fine tune and understand how my body was working. Uh, if you are that kind of person that likes that sort of insight, this this is just like geek out on all the data. It's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that my one kind of critique would be the one month cost. I know they want you on a long plan, but I hope at some point in the future those costs will come down because $350 is like a starting point for one month. I mean, for people like me, that's a re- that's that's pricey. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> that that's my only kind of negative, but I could go on a whole lot longer. We're not going to inundate you with too we're much. We're not going to do that. Yeah. But if anybody has any questions for me about this experience, um, please do contact us. Leave us a comment. Um, you can definitely reach us through that Instagram. Yep. Um, and you can also reach us on our Facebook. I mean, we're, we're reachable folks. Mm-hmm. So just yeah. send us a question, give us some feedback. If you've tried other systems that you liked a lot, let us know because maybe I'll try a different system next time around. Yeah. And then, I mean, like you said, you're going to put that video up tomorrow so yes and so you can actually see if you want more details because when i first saw it i was like no i was like Mm. that looks like a tiny little needle that i have to stick into my arm i don't want to do that well then i saw it with my dog (laughs) thankfully i didn't have to put it on my dog yeah that that's the i putting it on me is much easier so yeah well that's awesome hopefully you're pumped for it I am so very pumped. Yeah. Is there, is there a anything else? segue that you want to pinpoint Is there anything else here? you're pumped about? Well, yes, there is our What's Got Us Pumped section. All right. So um, we every week we'll talk about a little something that's happened to us maybe during the week or recently that uh, has got us excited. Um, so mine is, um, I guess, maybe... Uh, uh, and uh, pun intended. Hope, hopefully, I'm not putting the uh, uh, counting my chickens before they hatch, because we're talking seriously about getting chickens here for our <laughs> backyard. Uh, that's like literally, not yeah. even figuratively, chickens before you hatch. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's really moving forward. Uh, most of it, you know, I've been lobbying it for this for probably the last five years, maybe if not I longer. I would say longer. Yeah, since it, we moved into a house. Yes, you've so, been geez, really. That's been seven years almost. Yeah, you've been. Um, amped on so this. yes, so I have uh, not. No, and then finally a few weeks ago, Shannon came around. Um, sadly, because mostly prompted due to a huge avian bird flu that's happening worldwide yeah. right now, um, and driving the cost of both poultry and eggs through the roof. So um, I think we're coming to the realization that we've got enough yard that we can have our own chickens. Yeah. So it might um, not be a horrifying experience. Right. And we're, we're doing a lot of research. Um, the horrifying thing so far is the cost of some of the supplies, uh, mainly in the chicken coop. 
but <laughs> we're gonna keep... we're not gonna build one ourselves. Maybe not. Uh, but so far, so that's very exciting. I've always wanted to have chickens um, and uh, have our own eggs. I know necessarily in the long run it might not be cheaper, but it'll be it, it'll the self sustainability is always what's interests me. Same with the garden. You know, it's that's that's always we know we can probably buy vegetables for cheaper and a lot less effort. But you know, there is something really yeah. beautiful about being able to right. walk out and pick out your own collard greens and cook them up fresh after yep. you pick them. True. True. hundred percent true. So, um, I like that aspect for having our own eggs too. And like you said, uh, uh, we, uh, we're always looking to add possibly pets to our family. So yeah, I think that would be there. That's the next one on the docket. What about you? What's got you pumped? So I am pumped for something that <coughs> I committed to, um, and actually purchased, I'm going to do a cleanse. Mm. So we've talked about cleansing and fasting and all that kind of stuff. We've even had some very interesting products um, and met some really interesting people creating these products that was that was particularly eye-opening about the whole, like, you think of a cleanse and you're like, oh, I'm not going to eat food for X number of days. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that kind of cleanse. Um, I wanted to do it something that aligns with the the studies that I'm following, but also that is going to be able to support my lifestyle. So I have chosen my cleanse. I'm not going to reveal exactly which one it is, um, but I'm going to, in the future, be able to share a review of a cleanse. Boom. And we can also dive into some of the health benefits of a cleanse and also sort of some of the parameters and sort of um, like key considerations that people, yeah, that people can keep in mind. Um, So I'm really excited about that because I've been thinking about this for months and I'm finally doing it. Congratulations. Give the body a good old cleanse. Right. You have the monitor on while you do it. And I am actually, I'm doing it pointedly while I still have my monitor on so I can see what happens Gosh. to my glucose levels. And you're like a, just a little guinea pig, a I wellness know. guinea pig. It is. I feel like a science experiment. Yep. <sighs> Guys, these experiments Great. have been happening for the last six years on this podcast Mm -hmm. so please go back check out all the previous or the over 300 episodes that we have you guys can listen to other product reviews other trials and uh, um, basically things that we've tried out Um, so you guys check back addicted to fitness.lipson.com is the whole catalog uh obviously apple podcasts and lipson's will have the some of the most recent i think the most hundred recent episodes but addicted to fitness.lipson.com will have all of them. So check it out. Leave your rating and review. And make sure you check out our current giveaway sponsored by Thursday to enter for a chance to win some of their PM recovery collagen. Got anything else for them tonight? Nope. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at the ATF Podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. 
Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.